Hi everyone, welcome to Short Stories. Some light, bright, bite-sized pieces of style with new and old friends that sit between my regular Style Stories interviews. I hope you can sit back, relax and enjoy listening to this short story. And if you want to see more, please visit my IGTV episodes at madelinepark.co. Hi everyone, Um, today I am doing a short story with Libby Babette. Libby is known as um, one of the trainers from The Biggest Loser, but has also um, established an excellent um, community around her gym called The Upbeat, um, which I am a very proud part of. And uh, Libby has, um, Libby and I have chatted on the podcast uh, about 12 months ago. So I'm looking forward to catching up with her today. (laughs) Hello. I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Good to see you, Matt. Yeah, nice to see you. I saw you this morning, but um, remotely. <laughs> I did one way this morning, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh I, I, was, I, I was struggling to uh, keep up. That was the first time I've done that uh, cardio crave. So struggling to yes. keep up with those moves this morning. <laughs> For those who don't know what that is, that's our little dance cardio workout that Matt loves to do. Um, I think even I was struggling to keep up this morning, so we're, we're good for even. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so, Liv, obviously, we've spoken in terms of um you know just upbeat kind of stuff over the last 12 months but on an official capacity uh we spoke on my podcast about 12 months ago and at the time it was quite significant not only for everybody else we were kind of starting to come out of lockdown in sydney but you had just launched and rebranded your gym to the upbeat yes Um, and that was a massive pivot because you were due to have launched it in September and you did what Libby Babbitt does and like <laughs> Wait, <laughs> let's do super it. power cape on and uh, you moved it all up so that we could all have access to, you know, um, a wonderful, happy sense of exercise through that lockdown period. Um, yes, yes it's a hustle, but- the world's biggest hustle. Yes, <laughs> a pivot like no other. Um, but how does it feel now, like getting through that 12 months, uh, you know, yeah. and, and being able to celebrate the upbeat? Yeah, well, it's pretty exciting because we just literally, obviously, just had our first birthday and we celebrated it open, which was great. <laughs> so yes. it was, I, mean, I think we've been, we've been so lucky here in Australia. Even so, it's been up and down, up and down. You know, we, we didn't really know where we were going to be at this point. But, yeah, we're here on the other side with a strong business and a strong team. And it's really nice because I think last time I spoke to you as well, obviously when lockdown happened, we, we kind of had to say goodbye to most of our team because – we just didn't have, you know, room for any, many people on the payroll. It was me and Alex, I think, at the time. And then yeah. Courtney's made about back in, and we've now kind of bolstered up the team again. And we've got the most beautiful, easygoing team at the moment. I honestly yeah. don't think I've ever had such a just relaxed, adult, chilled, like, creative team. It's it's really nice. Um, everyone's kind of their, real, their own personality. They're bringing something beautiful to it. And it's just, yeah, we're in a really nice, nice place. It's, it's hard work, of course, but it's the best kind of hard work. <laughs> so, yeah. Good. Uh, so tell me, you know, obviously, like, you do a wonderful job of building the confidence of the women in your community or all the people in your community. Um, 
but you know for as a business owner um and a lot of business owners would have really struggled over the last 12 months how did you maintain your own sense of confidence um in pushing through all the financial technical (laughs) like i think you had some plumbing troubles this morning like (laughs) (laughs) do you know what um I feel like when I first started out in business many, many years ago, I mean, this is like my, I don't know, uh, 13th year in business and I've got now four of them about to launch another. And I, and I feel like in the, the first number of years of owning businesses, things just felt, hurdles just felt, felt them deep. Like it was just a shock to the system every time. It was personal, emotional, like, you know, (laughs) took it all on yourself. And if someone wasn't okay, it was all on you, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, I don't know if if the members went down, it was all something you must have been doing wrong. And, And I think just after more than a dozen years in business, you just realize that you fight these hurdles, like these things come up all the time there's not many weeks that go by that it's not you know there's some other big hurdle being thrown in your face you know i've got product businesses i've got travel businesses i've got fitness businesses and so you know there are many moving pieces to all of that and um you kind of get used to going take a breath let's go it's not personal anymore you know i remember reading that quote like it's business it's not personal back in the early days i was like it's all personal and now i'm that person that's like look it's business it's not personal like no win is a forever win no loss is a forever loss you know no struggle is a forever struggle Uh, it's you know you can choose to shut down if you need to and that's that's just a decision like no choice is a bad choice it's just puts you on a certain path and i think um that's becoming a mum to Izzy, obviously, now she's just over two and a half. It almost ramped that up again. I, again, that first year of parenthood, I remember just being in that same boat, like just overwhelmed with the loss of sense of self and, and not being able to throw myself as heavily into my businesses to fix every little thing that was coming up. And and now two and a half years into being a parent or just over, I feel like, Again, I've settled into that, you know, there's going to be shit going wrong all the time. And it's okay. <laughs> like, you know, it's actually fine to be, you know, to have a show to yourself, go, I'm a hot mess today. My kids screw. I just can't take shit out, you know. Or it's okay yeah. to go, you know what, I actually, I, I need to divert my attention. We had a big issue in our product business. And people understand. They move on. They do their thing. And, um, and you know, the worst that can happen, if you think about it, is never that bad, even if it, it does mean uh, a business pivot or a business change or moving on. So. Yeah, I think it's COVID was not a big one of those, but another one of those. We just went, yeah, let's go. <laughs> What's important? Let's go. So, I mean, it's it's one thing to kind of be able to do that from business point of view, um, but you uh, have an amazing ability to kind of. Uh, breakthrough barriers with your community so you ask a lot of us to do things like spread their legs and chant <laughs> yeah the hello boys war cries i never thought i would do <laughs> um, what other team does war cries mid session i don't know <laughs> um what, what do you think your trick is in kind of getting all the people that come to you to kind of de-layer themselves be like just be one with what's going on just um, find that confidence in a space where they're 
you're effectively getting us all to perform in a synchronized kind of way. I know, you know, it's one of those things. I think if you ever that that kind of that quote just that, that says, you know, be so authentically yourself that it allows everyone else to do the same. I think this is the kind of business where all our trainers just have to be very authentically ourselves. And to be honest, gyms have become such a place that. Uh, are very cool these days. You know, like you have to wear the right outfits a lot of the time. You have to perform to a certain level a lot of the time. You know, you, you, uh, as, as wonderful as that feels, I thought when I wanted to move this to the outfit, I thought, wouldn't it just be so special if we could create a place that just broke down all of those barriers? Like, it's really cool, actually. It's, unless they're coming straight from working at nighttime, I barely see a girl walking in makeup in our place. Like, it's, you know, they just walk in and they just, go for it like we always talk about it's just it's no ego it's full performance we'll be all levels when they're beginners when they're advanced when they're have you know they've just had a baby when they feel themselves and they don't you know it's really interesting I think we're kind of privileged in that um I I know everything that's going on with most of our girls simply because you know if they're having a bad day they'll stay back and have a little breakdown to us and tell us about it and you know tell us how much that workout just lifted them out of it or how much they needed that and you know, it, it creates that kind of vulnerability in a class and, you know, and performance aspect creates a, an emotional release, I think, that's more special and more impactful than a, you know, before and after can ever be. You, you've, you've had this kind of crazy 12 months. You've gotten through yeah. on the other side and you've, you've yeah. done it beautifully. Um, and now uh, I know that, you know, you're, you're kind of known as this person that's always got like five businesses on the go. So I imagine <laughs> you're not one... I imagine there's something else coming up. So what what can we look forward to? Yeah, look, it's been a big year. Um, obviously, for me, it was really four businesses that we had to carry through the other side of COVID. So, again, probably the time there's been no time to stop and chill. You know, of course, there's the upbeat, which has just been just, I don't even know what I'd do without that community. It's amazing. Um <laughs> But, you know, my personally, even myself, you know, but moving on from that, like we've got Beauty Food and Chief Bar, which are my two food product businesses, and they've, you know, made it to the other side and, and thrived, which is, which is great and very important in a product business because as anyone who's had one knows, you spend the first 10 years with no salary just pushing that product. Um, so to see it go backwards is, is devastating, but to see it go forwards through COVID was really cool. Um, and a travel business, Nurture Her, Nurture 360, which is still on hold. So... Yeah. Um, I promised myself no more. <laughs> you know, I already sold one. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know, becoming a mum, I've, I've sort of, you know, I've always been big on like all the snack products, the food products we do at Beauty Food and Chief. We're huge on sustainable practices, regenerative farming, where we get our ingredients from, um, you know, who we're supporting, supporting farmers who are doing the right thing and, you know, and going about things in the right way for people's health, but also the land. So it's always been a big thing on my mind. I had this big revelation. It's, just, it's so stupid of me not for knowing. But, you know, you're in fashion. You probably knew this before I did. I guess I didn't really realise how incredibly bad for the environment activewear was. Um, and I was reading this article on it, which sent me down a complete dark hole about, sort of, you know, probably just as we were in COVID and I think it came about this article because we, everyone was wearing it so often. And um, I obviously wear this stuff for a living. We've talked about this before. And yeah. I did a 
realize how absolutely bad it was. It's, you know, it's made from oil. It is a plastic. It doesn't break down. It sends microparticles into the ocean. You know, the big companies create hundreds of thousands of each colorway in these products. And then if they don't sell them, they don't keep them on the site till they sell. They dump these hundreds of thousands of new plastic filled clothes, basically, and oil filled clothes into landfill where it's never going to break down. Um, if they use chemicals and dyes that are just absolutely rank for the earth, there's no or barely any recycling in that industry. And it's yeah. really interesting because I kind of went, whoa, this is something that I, you know, wear a lot. And it really put a pause on, um, you know, me purchasing things that I didn't really need or really love and, and making sure that I was caring for them, looking after them the right way. But then I started doing, you know, research into all the companies that produce this stuff and there's barely anyone doing much in the sustainability space and almost everyone has a huge amount of waste that we're doing nothing with. So we're going to be moving into the, the active waste space with a really sustainable model that's recycled here in Australia, um, you know, a really exciting no waste model, which I can't really reveal yet, but um, limited waste model, I should say, say. There's still little some parts that you, you kind of need to use virgin materials on, but we're going to make sure everything is, you know, upcycled here in Australia, recycled. Um, people can send everything back. And I'm really excited about it. And I can let you know the brand name is, is called Earthletica. Um, yep. and it's, yeah, a, a little passion project, you know, something that I'm really kind of keen to leave a little legacy on and, and hopefully, um, you know, even if the only legacy is that we push the companies to, to do better faster, um, yep. that's pretty cool. So yeah, so a little, little project. Yeah. Well, if anyone can do it, Liv, I'm sure it's you. <laughs> um, we'll give it a shot. <laughs> so last year when we talked, we, um, talked about your style in terms of you, yeah. you kind of have this this division of performance wear for when you work you know like you're, yeah. you're in your active wear and it helps you um, perform and do your job and then outside of work you're in your kind of beautiful natural relaxed beach <laughs> culture kind of gear yes um, Obviously, like, you know, this research and, and kind of work that you've done around the sustainability component of activewear will have shifted your mindset yeah. somewhere. But any other kind of um, shifts in your style the last 12 months have dictated or? Look, I, I think I, I'm probably always going to be that girl that's like workout or beach wear. I just, that's just me. Something has snuck into my wardrobe that's really dorky but fabulous which is these like recovery sandals i've tried all the recovery sandals on the market none of them in my opinion recover anything or make yeah. issues work feet. but this one brand i found and like if anyone's gonna listen to this who's into running or any high impact activity dancing whatever it is game changing they're cool yeah. um, they're really ugly I'm, I'm, you can tell i'm not associated <laughs> I'm saying this, they're the ugliest shoe you've ever seen. They're called Ufos, they're O-O-F-O-S. But if anyone okay. has sports or any mums are on their feet every day that have any issues with dropped up, oh, my gosh, these things are like wearing clouds. So my fashion has maybe gone down a little bit. Today I've got sprinkles on, which is lucky. They're bringing my style up a little bit. So they're your go-to, aren't they? Your sprinkles are so your go-to. Go I love sprinkles. <laughs> One of your goals with the upbeat is to put a smile on everyone's face but also to make the people that come through your door kind of feel great um, yeah. and, and confident walking out of the door. Um in terms of like applying that rule to style, what would you say, you know, what's like your good tip on yes. making people feel good no matter what they're wearing? I think wearing what makes you feel comfortable now as opposed to what you 
thought think should make you feel comfortable is the best thing because what actually makes you come across as you know sexy and confident is actually that standing tall feeling comfortable where you're at and i think you can both be working towards change but also be a little different to where you once were or where you might be when you get to that change that occurs and still feel confident and amazing. You know, you don't have to be something you once were or something you're striving towards to feel great. You know, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know about you. What <laughs> makes other people think that you are an awesome person and gorgeous and is you just being fully present. You're not standing there adjusting everything, just being fully present and confident and, and you know, giving them energy and having a great time and, you know, being a beautiful human. And, yeah. you know, that's part of what we kind of talk about and teach. It's like, you know, it, it's you can be completely confident and also working towards change. And those things can coexist. And I think sometimes people think they can't. Well, oh. Liv, as, as always, um, it's such a pleasure to chat with you. And you always put a smile on my face. <laughs> um, thank you for our catch up. And um, I'm going to go check out those ugly shoes. And you should. <laughs> yeah, you get your inspo. Thank you for listening. If you're a fan of Style Stories and like what you hear, please subscribe and leave a rating or review so more people like you can enjoy this podcast.